Today on Oxl FM, you join us for another of our Game Club episodes, where Gelada and I play a game that's new to us and discuss our thoughts and impressions of it the first time on episode. This time, we play through Age of Empires 4, the newest installment in a long line of highly acclaimed and well-loved strategy games, and one which we've had a personal attachment to for over 20 years. Hello and welcome to another episode of Oxal FM. I'm Gelada. And I'm Sefran. And today we are back with our game club series where we both play a game separately that we've mm-hmm. not played before. Then come together, we like avoid talking about it, avoid bitching about it or praising it too much on Discord or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it can be like uh it's really awkward to like talk about like something that we need to talk about and we're like yes and that the thing yeah so we're like we're super non-specific about what we're yeah. talking about exactly and, and that, uh, that happened with this one as well actually yeah <laughs> and this game it's a game i was very excited to play huge fan of the series uh and that is age of empires 4 mm, i was um, quite surprised that neither had played it when yeah i suggested we, we pick it up because for us age of empires has got a, quite a, a an important piece of our friendship almost like yeah. it was one of the things that we sort of like bonded over as, as kids in school like i remember yep. i think i think you had like a, a strategy guide um that we'd like read through. i like had a, multiple strategy guides for age of empires 2 to <laughs> be clear nerd. i had one with like like the guy guy that like worked on it or whatever yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like, like a pro player guide. as well and stuff like that and like giving you like advice on like build strategies and like ordering yeah, and all the like rushes that, you know? all the like different rushes and different yeah. strats and build orders oh man i love those books. and we used to we used to play that a lot so and, and that was age of empires 2 and the expansion yeah. the conquerors and yeah. uh yeah, we, we, we really, really played that game a lot. And I remember we, yeah. we were like, we sort of played a little bit of Age of Empires 3, mm-hmm. but like it was just sort of like significantly different. So it didn't yeah. kind of hit the same notes. Yeah. Um, but we've we've been kind of big RTS fans for a long time of yeah. our friendship. Uh, and it was a big part of like early land culture for us as well. Yeah, I mean, I remember there's two anecdotes I remember. One is that I remember playing Age of Empires 2, the demo off a demo CD, where it would only let you go as far as the Castle Age which is oh. the third age. And then like, that was the end of the demo. Like you couldn't go to the Imperial age. And the other thing I remember is age of empires two is one of the first games that we really spent a long time getting networked gaming working. Yes, uh, I remember, I remember yeah. at my parents, I had my PC and my parents had a PC as well. Like, and it was upstairs and downstairs. Yes. And my dad was one of like my dad set up you know sort of very very early networking in the house where they were networked and we did sort of old school internet connection sharing and all of this kind of stuff and we would because it wasn't that taxing a game age of empires 2 like you could play it on on anything because it wasn't even 3d really no so we would play it on 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 my my parents pc and and my pc both of which were like very budget machines uh and yeah we like it used to take a lot of effort a lot of shouting up and down the stairs to try and get yeah exactly and then we'd also play it over the internet but i remember very specifically we had to make sure we we play we finished the game in less than two hours because my internet used to cut out every two hours on the dot yeah uh and then there was was no way of like picking back up or anything like that once it dropped that we had to like save in time but then often the saves wouldn't reload properly as well like you could like if you did multiple issues, I imagine, and stuff, and all kinds of stuff. 
Yeah, and that this was also like the era of Game Spy as well. Yeah, things like Game Spy, like trying to connect to each other over the internet. Oh my word! So we've got a bit of a history with RTS games as a whole and Age of Empires very specifically. So mm. yeah, when this when we realised that we hadn't played this, and I think it was because I got a uh, Game Pass. Mm. Um, uh, Microsoft Game Pass for free as part of my internet bundle, and oh, it was yeah. on Game Pass. And I was like, "Yeah, we should we should do Age of, Age of Empires four. Like that that makes a lot of sense." And uh, so that then yeah. here we are. Yeah, and I picked up a weirdly Microsoft let me buy another one pound Game Pass trial, even though I did it for Flight Simulator when Flight Simulator came out. Um, so I could also we'll pick get up you this time. I was ready to pay for a full month of Game Pass because Age of Empires 4 is still like top price, no discounts. Yeah, like 50 quid, yeah. Yeah, like really expensive. And I was like, there's no way I'm, I'm like, because f- again, being such a huge fan of Age of Empires, I have the AoE 1 Definitive Edition. I have both remakes of AoE 2, both the HD one, which no one plays anymore, and the Definitive Edition, which is the one that is like, the one that has all the new expansions and that kind yeah. of thing yeah, yeah. i have the age of empires 3 definitive edition like i have all of these yeah i've bought all of the age of empires games so many times so maybe so, microsoft yeah. knew that and they were like yeah we'll throw you a bone you can play age of empires 4 for a pound yeah maybe that was it um <laughs> maybe they recognize your internet connection <laughs> and i don't know I, what would be interesting actually is first is to talk about like which bits of age of empires 4 did you play and which bits did i play because mm-hmm. I was never a big fan of the campaigns of Age of Empires games. Uh, I would always, basically the way that I played Age of Empires was I would just play endless skirmishes against the computer. Like that was how I played. I just, I didn't play online because I was too nervous and it was the same with Age of Empires 4 and I would just endlessly play. The problem is with that is that like, you get one of two people you either get like someone who has no idea what they're doing or you get someone who really knows what they're doing and just immediately you get like absolutely crushed yeah exactly <laughs> and that's not just an age of empires thing that's a that's an rts online thing in general <laughs> but yeah so i didn't i never used to play online really and i didn't for this either so i i did kind of what i used to do right when that was how i played how i decided to play age of empires 4 yeah I just skirmishes uh, yeah i did a little bit of campaign uh and sort of like nosed around in the menu for the other stuff um and then otherwise i was like i'm gonna make sure i try every sieve um mm-hmm. and do and try some skirmishes against like varying levels of difficulty of cpu and that was kind mm-hmm. of my because even now when i every now and then i pick up age of empires 2 uh and, and play a game and that's what i do i play i play a skirmish game or two against a you know tough cpu that isn't so tough that i just die immediately but yeah it gives, me a bit gives of you a little bit of challenge but yeah. not allows you just roll over it either because yeah. like the easy settings basically they just sort of sit there and take whatever you want to yeah. do and they do nothing so yeah that was how i played it i'm curious what you tried out in age of empires 4 so like you i must admit i didn't do the online multiplayer mm-hmm. uh, i didn't feel confident in my ability to <laughs> actually do anything other than just die immediately um so i did stay offline entirely yeah uh, i played through a little bit more of the single player campaign by the sounds okay. of it um yep. i always really used to enjoy the single player campaigns yes. of age of empires because i thought you did they I, tried that's what I remember. to do like a little bit of like a narrative to them in the yeah. old games even then like yeah yeah and trying to put together sort of like a narrative like objective based gameplay with that particular style of game you know in general yeah is really awkward like and but they always just used to do quite a good job of like making a quasi cinematics out of this like 
RTS gameplay. Yeah. And the same is true for Age of Empires 4 as well. Like, I feel like they did quite a surprisingly good job, actually, of the the single player like there was like good voice acting and mm. there was like objective based um kind of gameplay uh, yeah. loops to go through okay. and they tried to sort of like tie it into a narrative of like you know real life historical events although very glossed over and very sort of like truncated and, and, and sort of things like that because um, i also yeah. know that you're like a I, I guess you you kind of prefer modern history to sort of medieval history but nonetheless True, you yes. are still quite a history focused person like it's something yeah. that you're quite sort of you know interested in and, and passionate and that about. was my studies wasn't it that's, that's what exactly. i went to me for um <laughs> yeah no and I, I enjoyed the uh, that's how, I'm, I'm jumping ahead, way ahead of my notes here in fairness because i'll talk about mm. this later but i really enjoyed the fact that they they had a bit of a seriousness of historic history to it in that mm. you had all those like little videos and like mm. like and you could download like a really like ultra hd version of them separately oh, as yeah. well yeah, yeah, uh, which yeah. i didn't because they were like 48 gigabytes and i was like i'll <laughs> oh, pass um i will stick with the regular like hd versions rather than like you know 8k or whatever it was i think it actually might have been 8k video <laughs> um oh my god and, and i was really impressed by it because they they sort of like overlaid like the game's look onto yeah. like actual real life drone footage they took of like yes. certain areas particularly within england um, yes because like it feels Funnily like enough. they probably had like a full-on division here in the uk like doing all that kind of stuff yeah um and it, it, it feels like they were really taking it seriously like it is historical and mm. they were really trying to like tell you definitely the cliff note versions of these events but still yeah. trying to teach you about these events and and sort of like these battles and everything that went on yeah and i, I really enjoyed that in fact if anything i say that was probably the best bit about the whole mm. experience for me um i was really impressed by that yeah the bit that i did like again like we're probably going to jump around a little bit here i'm sure um mm -hmm. like where i felt age of empires 4 was its strongest was what i would class as presentation right yeah like yeah yeah the the menus feel nice it's got a particular aesthetic and vibe like mm. that sort of like drawn hand drawn outline drawings of like buildings like and old stuff. cartography like, style yeah like old exactly and like and like the fact that yeah they've got all of this like real world footage they've got these drone shots you know showing you know the scenes that you're gonna then play in to like set the scene and age of empires has definitely always been about that but i feel like they've now got like tech and budget that lets them like really go yes, to town absolutely. on it absolutely this is the kind of thing you like, can imagine like the old British TV show Time Commander wanting to have Right, done. exactly, exactly. Oh, God, there's a whole story there, isn't there? There's a, <laughs> yeah, um, there is, yeah. There's YouTube videos all about that. Like, yeah, exactly that, exactly that. And I, I thought that, and, and not just uh, the the presentation outside of the games, but the other area of presentation that I thought was good was just like the general sound uh, presentation I thought was pretty good. In yeah. particular, there's like one thing that stands out to me that I just really loved about the audio in Age of Empires 4. And that was when your scout finds someone or gets attacked there's this like whistle he does like a little whistle and mm -hmm. he shouts and it sh sounds like the shout is off into the distance right because it's yeah, like your scout game. and good, i was like good sound design i don't know what i don't know what it was but that i was like that's so feels so alive and so organic mm. i really loved that and that was like the highlight <laughs> for me i was like that's so I, I, cool again <laughs> you, you you're making me jump around my notes here but 
one of the big pieces of praise for the kind of the more gameplay elements of this game that I, I really want to praise is the sound design. Mm. Because I feel like everything has a very unique sound to it for as mm. a notification, right? Because it can be quite busy on screen sometimes. Mm. Like yeah. visual real estate is expensive in this game, yeah. right? So anything the game could tell you via sound cues yeah. as opposed to visual cues is, is very good. And it's absolutely fantastic at this. Mm. Like but half the time I'll I'll know something's happened like for example maybe like I'm being attacked or like maybe a tech is finished or a, mm. uh, or, a or a farm you can, is depleted or you can go or to the next stage right you get the little exactly. subtle like noise yes. when you can go to the next stage all these things I've got these like wonderful little sound mm. cues to them so it helps you streamline that process. And, yeah. and in fairness, like even then, like I, I never got particularly good. So like mm. I wasn't able to like micro my way around with like hotkeys constantly. Yeah. But my point was, is like, it still helped me going, ah, okay, so I need to jump back to here to do this. And then like, oh, I'm aware that this has just happened. Like the scout thing you mentioned is yeah. a good example of that. Like, you know, oftentimes you'll click a random point on the on the mini map of your scout to go and off he goes. And then all of a sudden you hear like a little like sort of thing. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. I found like whatever. So yeah, like I, they've definitely paid respect to sound design, which mm. oftentimes can get left by the wayside in certain mm. games and can just be considered sort of like an afterthought. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it all sounds really good. Mm. It does. It does. And there was like th- sort of continuing along the presentation style. Like I'd love to talk about the graphics for a little yeah. for a moment. <laughs> um, I, have I wish I could. One, I have one. <laughs> I have one positive thing to say about the graphics. And that is that I quite liked the, like, procedural graphics around the things you build, right? You know, like, when you sort of build a few houses and you get, like, the little paths between them and stuff like that. And it's sort of, I thought that was nice. I was like, that's cool. That's, like, you sort of get this organically grown uh, look. It reminds me of... Yeah, less of of, a tile-based feel, even though it is still tile. Yeah, even though it is still tile-based. It reminds me of... um, Well, Frostpunk does that. I know it's not quite the same sort of yes. thing, but Frostpunk has that sort of like organic connections of buildings yeah. and streets and stuff like that. There was a game, maybe it was maybe it was a Settlers game. There was a game where the the frequently used paths by your units would get more worn out, like mm-hmm. the grass mm-hmm. would get more worn out. Didn't um, Age of Mythology do that? Maybe it was Age of Mythology, yeah. Maybe it was. I feel like that did it as well. And anyway. like I think like Populous did it too. Yeah. It sort of reminds me a little bit of that. Um that's where my positiveness about the graphics ends. I'm sorry. Yeah, I like, wish I could even have opinions about the graphics because I couldn't even see them. Like, <laughs> my experience with the game might as well have just been drawn on a piece of paper with someone like changing it around every so often for me. So don't get me wrong. I am perfectly accepting the fact that my PC is old, right? In mm-hmm. terms of like relative age of PCs, like it's like six and a half, seven years old, right? Yeah. But the game was like, oh, you don't have like the most up-to-date version of, of uh, AMD's drivers. I'm like, mm. you can't play. And I'm like, what do you mean I can't play? Yeah, it just doesn't work. And then I clicked OK and it's like, it works anyway. Mm. Oh, but it's like, oh, but you, you want anything other than minimum? No, you can't have that. Mm. So like the game looked atrocious for me. So I couldn't even see if the graphics were nice or not. Even though, even though my PC could definitely run it. Like it's yeah. not that particularly demanding. At least it shouldn't be. Because... My PC's played up much higher fidelity games and I think, not had um, any problems with it. I think you are probably suffering. There was a there was actually a Linus Tech Tips video about this the other day. Oh, really? I think I'm guessing that you are probably suffering. You have like an R9 390 or something, you know, you that's get right, like some yeah. like like that sort of gen. There's a particular weird like little transitional point there where those cards 
don't have all the required stuff for some of the latest versions of DirectX. Right. And they have like bits of it, but not all of it. So they're not like fully compatible with all of the DirectX stuff. Um, We had this problem. I had this problem as well with Horizon Zero Dawn on PC when Tony was playing that. That would basically not play or was like weird as hell because she had an R9, uh, I think like a 290 or something like that. So it's not necessarily that the graphics are like fancy. It's that they've the they way want they're to trying use, to do it yeah. they want to use some kind of api some kind of functionality or feature of DirectX 11 or 12 the card just can't do and it's not it, the card just doesn't support it it doesn't know how to yeah. answer the the you know being told of that yeah hey, render this in this way and the card's like i don't know what you're talking about yeah <laughs> um, makes no sense to me so i think that was the issue but to if it makes you feel better um i can play everything on ultra and honestly this game does not look like a what when did it come out like 2021 2020 something yeah 20 october 2021 it is not a 2021 looking game it looks it looks it's not that it looks bad it just it's just nothing it just doesn't look like anything like Like, the the art direction is quite good but the implementation of that art direction is just a bit underwhelming i think yeah it's so underwhelming i'm sorry it's just it's it's just not uh yeah no and that sort of starts to tie me towards my strongest overall feeling about Age of Empires 4. What is the point of this game? Uh, see, I'm really interested that you said that because I thought we were going to have a bit of a a bit of a yin and yang here, right? I was I have a very similar opinion to that and I thought that you'd love it and you're like, yeah, it's fantastic. But there's, to me, this is just Age of Empires 2 again. There's no point to this game. There's yeah. absolutely no point in Age of Empires 4 whatsoever. Especially they when are, they've just done the definitive edition of Age of Empires 2. The definitive edition came out in 20, 2019. They, have, yeah. they are still releasing expansions for that game. They released one <laughs> after Age of Empires 4, right? Like, it has, like, it's just, there's just no point. It's just no. a shitty version of Age of Empires 2. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. And there are some modern elements to it that I actually really like. Like, for example, I quite like the abilities, like, tailor some of the, like, upgrades you get and some of the, the, like, the building choices for things that you can build and, like, what the bonuses they have and stuff like that is really fun. The distinctiveness between the civilizations is good. Like, it feels a little bit less, like, exactly the same things with, like, you know, certain percentages changed here and there. Is it, I mean, obviously, there's still... It's is still it the- very much the case. Like it's not like StarCraft where like they're all three you know, oh, very yeah. different races, but it still has a little bit more distinction. But oh, I'm, so- I'm sorry. <laughs> Am I being I'm too generous? Sorry. <laughs> I do not. Like like sure, the the Mongols don't don't build any houses and they put things on top of the stone. The Mongols don't build any houses in Age of Empires 2. That's the same. Yeah, You've yeah, just yeah. stolen fair. it. There's like fair, no fair. innovation in the Civs mm. in this whatsoever. Like there's absolutely stuff all interesting stuff going on in age of empires 4 like mm. there's so few civilizations there's what like six or something six, i don't know I think, like yeah. and like half of them are, the, are basically the same like that you know and then you have like a handful of ones that are that are slightly different like it's like the the del- the, the the researchy one where you can build the the mosque or whatever and then everything around yep. it research is free but it takes longer and you know but you can build uh, around a mosque and put you know scholars in the mosque or whatever like kind of interesting like i like kind of cool but like do that for all of the civs please don't yeah. do it for like two yeah of yeah, them. yeah yeah i get um, what you mean you know and like 
like I get okay in Age of Empires 2 you're you're right that like all of the sieves can kind of like build all, the, all of the things right there's like a couple Mostly, of areas yeah. where yeah there's a couple of areas where like oh like Byzantines don't get two-handed swordsmen or whatever like the final the, the final infantry or something like yeah, that yeah and in this it's a little bit different but also in this like there's no fucking variety in any mm. of the units. The units mm. are so forgettable, like absolutely yeah. forgettable as hell. And even the and that and you've got like unique things. It's like what the Russian unique thing is like a cavalry archer, and you're like, yeah. cool. Like, <laughs> like it's like it's so boring. That's so dull. Like in Age of Empires two, every sieve had like a unique unit that you built out of the castle, and they yes, were like, yeah, yeah, they were like very characterful. You know, like yes. you had like Teutonic knights. The Byzantines had the crazy. You know, you had the Persian war elephants. I know yeah. there were war elephants in this, but like. Like they, it felt like there was so much more variety, and I can remember yes. them. Like the Celts had the Woad Raiders. Like maybe there's a, maybe there's like a rose tinted glasses there because I played it. I to think death. there was probably a little bit, but I also know what you're saying. And considering the fact that there are only four civilizations rather than like twenty, it, yeah, it does feel like they probably could have been more distinct between each other and played more significantly different, had a little bit more of asymmetry to them. Yeah. Um, which I don't think they have enough of. Overall. Yeah, I don't think that. I just don't think they... It's just, you know, when you... Like, if you think about Age of Empires 3 for a second, which I know people don't really like, there's some interesting things about Age of Empires 3, about, yeah. like, the way that units are built and about the way that resource collection goes. Like, I was astounded that Age of Empires 4 has resource drop-off points and it has, like, gathering is, like, you gather 10 and then you carry it and you drop yeah. it off and you walk yeah, back yeah. again. Which right? is literally the same as what it used to be 20 plus yeah, years ago. Yeah, that's Age of Empires 2. I'm like, yeah. where's the innovation? Like, Rise so, of Nations did better innovation than yeah. that. Yeah, so like, this is really interesting, right? And this is a kind of like my, my takeaway point discussion that I wanted to have is that this feels like an RTS from 20 years ago, yeah. but like made nicer and prettier. Yeah. And I'm kind of done with that style of RTS. And I mm. kind of, as a result, got a little bit bored playing it. In yeah. that I'm more now in tune with an RTS game that's sort of more similar to Relic's previous works like Dawn of War or Company mm. of Heroes, which is yeah. there are resources to manage, but for the most part, the resources are directly tied to combat, which yeah. is what you're playing the game for. Like, yes, it's an, a real-time strategy game. It's not a real-time, like, battle simulator. Mm. But let's be real. The only reason you play these games is for battles. Like, the, yeah. that's the primary focus. You're not playing this like a, like a passive Civ game, right? Yeah, your resource engine is there to for combat, right? To, to, for like balancing an economy and is, stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's just like adding exactly. But there's so much micromanagement of a relatively boring process that mm. it, it just sort of takes you away from the more engaging element of like strategy of combat yeah now my reasoning for this that i think they've gone with is because and and this is sort of evidence from like the ui and the way in which they've presented mm. the game is that i think they've tried to make it quite a, like a competitive serious rts mm. like something kind of as similar to like starcraft in that like everything needs to be optimized like yeah. build orders and like yeah. the way in the same way that the original Age of Empires 2 was, but now yeah. like turned up to 11 with things like achievements and dailies and stuff yeah. like that. And I can I can see like if you're into that, that would be good because you want a fairly well-crafted and a well-honed game where there isn't that much variation in those sorts of things and that like things make sense and are balanced. But from a more passive and sort of like casual way of enjoying the game, like basically you and I were playing it mm. with like single-player skirmishes, it's kind of boring to have to do the same, you know, 
kill the three sheep yeah. you start with and then gather that and then like you know build the 10 extra villages you're going mm. to always need for the wood and then etc etc you know and it feels like that whole process could probably just be taken away and streamlined to maybe like like you say you could do something maybe like rise of nations where mm. rather than it being like pick up 10 and take it back to resource point it's just like plus Constant, 30 a minute yeah. you know like that's just, it's just a constant influx of it or remove those things entirely and just yeah. kind of like have that as like you put the workers in a thing like a building and then they generate that resource and it like ticks up maybe or something yeah. i don't know like whatever we're, i mean we're not here to you know we are not relic like relic should be good at this shit like they're the ones that that need that can do this like they're probably the last like f- real classic rts developer i would say yeah but maybe they've been a bit too safe i just i just come back to that point of like age of empires 2 definitive edition is huge it's really popular it has a it's really active the community is massive they are still doing expansions for it it has all of that balanced complex mm, yeah yeah you know like doing all that like micro yeah, if you want a competitive rts precision, go and play that basically yeah like if you want if you don't want to play starcraft 2 and you want a competitive rts you play age of empires 2 definitive edition like yeah, it is yeah, the yeah. it like this isn't the fanboy in me saying it like it is well established that that it, it is an exceptionally good like they have done a fantastic job with with age of empires 2 it just i'm sorry the cynic in me is just like this is just a cash grab on age mm, of empires like yeah. it's like it's been a while we'll make a new age of empires game we'll call it aoe 4 we'll charge 50 quid for it yeah and it's 50 like pounds I'm, a lot I'm sorry you just play age of empires 2 it's just like like it's the same game the yeah. only redeeming thing is the stuff that we talked about at the start it has a good yeah. campaign high production value interesting like if you if you're gonna play a camp if you want an interesting historical campaign with loads of info and you're going to learn some stuff you could almost give this to people as like a you know it's, you could almost give this to children to teach them a bit of educational history. tool like, yeah, yeah for like, sure. like fantastic i love that i can tell that the people that made that side of the game really cared like yeah. they genuinely had passion for what they were making absolutely but the game itself yeah just it's, lacks something it's just completely yeah it's just there's just no point to the rest of it right? mm, <laughs> you might as well have just released mm. the campaign <laughs> Yeah, and it's such uh, a shame as well because like Relic are so well known for innovating on mm, the RTS genre, like yeah. Homeworld, first full 3D yep. uh, RTS game, the Dawn of War game, and yep. then Company that of kind of the furtherization of that of Company of Heroes of, yep. of like removing of resources and like making resources tied to combat and, and control focusing points on things, and, you know, yeah, etc. And then like other games have also done a better job of like integrating some sort of like mini challenges or like an upgrade path and stuff like that. Like I like I, I really enjoy things like turn-based games now mm. because each decision you make feels more impactful. Yeah. And like, you know, you can make the decision between one upgrade or another or like choosing a particular strategy or another. Things like, I'm thinking games like um, Into the Breach, right? Yeah. Like every single decision you make, no matter how minor, has yes. a huge impact. Yes. In Age of Empires 4, even the big decisions you make don't feel particularly impactful in the overall yeah. effect that you're going to they have. Don't. Like, if you're behind, you're behind. And if you're ahead, you're probably just going to steamroll. Yeah, it's very <clears throat> it's very typical from that regard as, as, as to the other Age of Empires games. I think you're right. So there just isn't quite enough new things there, but it's not like Relic don't have a pedigree of innovating no. on the the genre that they are well known for. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so glad I didn't ever buy this game 
right? Mm, like because yeah, I yeah. because I don't think I ever will. Because if I want to play Age of Empires, I'll just play Age of Empires, Age of Empires two. two. Like it's yeah. perffectly fine. It scratches it's, that itch for me. Good game, and it also still has the the kind of nostalgia rose tinted glasses for you as well. And like, they're not still just not just but and doing yeah, stuff, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Like yeah, I'm very disappointed. Could have done better. Feels like a cash grab. Like yeah feels like you're cashing in on the fact that age of empires is super popular and and super hype and age of empires 2 is is successful right now so it's like how can we we need to make a full game so we can charge full because you know they can't charge full whack for aoe 2 because it is a remaster um yeah man disappointed very disappointed for sure and i'm glad that i'm i'm kind of glad i'm also kind of sad that we're not in disagreement there like mm. i was kind of coming into this thinking i, I feel bad for not liking this more mm. like i feel like i should like it like in a lot of ways it's a really great game like it's well made it, it yeah. sort of plays nicely like it's yeah. fun to you know things like could work really if you ignore the kind of graphical issues i had but obviously yeah. that's partially my fault like in a lot of ways it's a very competently made game and it, i yeah and, and i felt bad about not enjoying my time with it it's, more it's subjectively decent and like yeah. you know and like you could get over like the the, civ- the civilization diversity you could get over if age of empires 2 wasn't looming in the yeah. background <laughs> yeah going i'm like a third I'm the of the same price game. at full price <laughs> and better yeah like that's yeah i i'm i'm completely it sounds like we're we're basically in agreement like it's mm. it's objectively fine it just seems like such a wasted effort yeah. and yeah, that's that's a shame <laughs> i'm i'm now also concerned that like i've also lost a bit of interest in rts's in general and because mm. this was a bit of a last bastion in a way like mm. because i basically don't play rts games i think we've done mm. an rts game on this we did um what do we call it uh ashes of the singularity was oh it? yeah 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 and i liked that. i didn't really enjoy that either <laughs> because i think i don't really enjoy those like large scale like supreme mm. commander style rts games i was like yeah. oh well maybe i'll like a smaller scale one like our age of empires like not as like mini small mini scale as something like mm. um god of war 2 yeah or company of heroes but like somewhere in the middle with like, age of empires yeah. and, and I, i'm worried that maybe I'm, i've just not enjoyed that either and mm. maybe i've just lost the enjoyment of rts games in general now mm. i don't know because like i'm i'm very much now a turn-based strategy guy yeah I'm still, I do still enjoy RTS. And like, I did enjoy to, to, to be, you know, I'm, I'm not, I promise I'm not clawing back all of my criticism. Like, I did enjoy <laughs> playing Age of Empires 4. Like, it was like, yeah, like it, it's, it just it, let you down. It scratched that RT. Like, I do enjoy like the start of a game, like microing the, you know, finding the sheep and building the stuff and like timing everything right. Can I get to feudal as quickly as possible? You know, all of that, like, get honing my builds you know balancing my infantry and you know all doing the forward base and all of this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um like that like i still did really enjoy that um there is one other thing actually on that note that i do want to that i do want to add which is that the ai is still shocking like yeah (laughs) like intermediate is an absolute walkover and i played on hard and so long as you so long as you survive the first little onslaught you will be fine and they can be tricked just the same as the it's like they're using the aoe2 ai right Maybe it's like are. the classic like you can like run in and they'll attack you a bit you can poke them off and then run away and then they'll run away they'll never your trebuchets can sit at the back destroying all their buildings and they don't give a shit they'll never try and like get them you know yeah, they'll just let through, you do yeah. it yeah, like yeah, this, yeah. So, like I was like, this isn't. I, I I admit I didn't try it on hardest. I didn't. I didn't get round to like picking the hardest difficulty. But but like, my guess is yeah. is that we're basically not the target audience for this anymore. 
And that's because the target audience is the slightly, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, but like the sweaty RTS players, like the people who want to sit there on ladders, like grinding, maybe like, you know, micro builds to be able to get like the perfect score against other, you know, sweaty players. I think also maybe Uh, people that AOE2 doesn't feel as accessible for in the sense mm. that like it is an older game. And even though they have upgraded the graphics, it's still spritey and, you know, it's, it's, very different right aoe4 feels like a modern game in this in the like presentation and yes kind of yeah. that that sort of thing like there's achievements and there's like you said there's mm. like daily un- you know daily unlocks and all of that sort of like classic kind of like season pass style progression yeah, yeah. um which i don't think is in aoe2 definitive edition i don't think they've shoehorned that in so yeah like there's that as well like it probably appeals it's like I don't want to play AOE 2. I want to play, like you say, maybe I want to play something that's got a good ladder and it's, you know, it's easily accessible. Also gives me those like rewards and that dopamine yeah, hit of yeah, like yeah. playing three games a week and all of that kind of stuff like Starcraft 2 as well. From that, yeah, maybe there's a, that, like you say, we're not that target. That's not us. But that's not why we play strategy games. And so, you know, again, like um, I don't think my frustration is a mixture of like, I don't think it's objectively bad, like actually a bad game. It's, no. it's, it's quite a, my frustrations are quite personal in the sense that it's like <laughs> yeah. really about like how I play Age of Empires and what I would like from a new Age of Empires yeah. game. Rather what you than, wished it was rather than, and what it could be as opposed yeah. to what it currently is. Rather than result, being like, this is actually a bad game. Like I don't, yeah. like it's sort of like, yeah, there are yeah, flaws, yeah, graphics, agreed. yada, yada, yada. But like, it's very, this is very much about how I play real-time yes. strategy games that affects my opinion of it for sure interesting oh, I, I mean we, we've usually been quite positive about <laughs> game club games yeah or at least there's been some disagreement where one of us has been quite positive um yeah but in this instance yeah it's it's been a bit of a downer for us unfortunately yeah. um yeah i guess also like a lot of the game club games we've played have been indie games where yeah, like we've, yeah. we've we've wanted to we want to see the best like if yes, I th- when I yeah. think about like Red Strings Club or Read Only Memories or something like that, like those are games where like there might be flaws, but we're like looking at them from a like their charming point of view, you know, and, yes, like, and yeah. we're being charmed by them because they're like cute indie games that. But this is know, like a Microsoft like yeah. second party developed game. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, this is like massive, you know, 50 quid, huge, huge franchise. Yeah, like yeah. like I, you can't charm me. <laughs> no, you need so to I wow think that me, makes not a big charm difference. me. Yeah. It means that we're coming into it a lot more, crit- looking at it a lot more critically mm, with a lot higher mm. expectations than a lot of other game club games that we've played interesting well maybe yeah. we need to uh maybe we should do like homeworld 3 when that yeah. finally comes out as a game yeah, club game right definitely and see our opinions on that because definitely. I mean, if there's one game that can like make me still enjoy rts i mean hopefully because i, I have a real love for homeworld yeah yeah your so, love for homeworld is like my love for age of empires like it's yeah, like absolutely. like you you definitely you're much more of a homeworld fan than i am yeah, um so it does this does also make me wonder a little bit if i need to revisit turn-based strategy games a bit more because i'm one now having done this episode i'm now thinking you know maybe rts isn't for me anymore and actually maybe mm. i should go and i should rethink my natural aversion to to turn-based strategy games and, yeah, and, and take another turn-based. look yeah um, I, I prefer them I, I just prefer the the slightly more relaxed nature mm. of like taking my time mm. and i like the fact that my decisions just feel a little bit more impactful each time yeah. i make them yeah and it's almost like a combination of a strategy game and a puzzle game at the same time mm. yeah so yeah, yeah. interesting anyway cool 
well thank you for that, that chat like that was yeah. surprising honestly and this is which is why i like doing game clubs like mm. I, I i like coming away from that discussion going oh wow that wasn't expected mm. and i think it makes for a good listen as well for our for our for listeners so if you yeah. enjoyed us uh talking or kind of talking shit about <laughs> Four, um do let us know maybe we've misunderstood it maybe we've missed the mark maybe you're an age of empires platinum something yeah. or other i don't know rank grandmaster platinum. uh exactly <laughs> yeah um let us know like email us in and tell us maybe like what we've missed like because i'm willing to admit that maybe i have and maybe i'm yeah. just not the right target audience for it um or maybe we've hit the mark and maybe we were just hoping for more than what we were ever going to get from this game i don't know uh, yeah. but either way do let us know and get in touch yeah absolutely send us an email show at octal.fm or send us a tweet at octal.fm on twitter or facebook facebook.com forward slash octal.fm that's all of the ways. you're not yeah. going to find me on the aoe4 matchmaking <laughs> no no i'm afraid not we are retiring from that as yeah. uh champions and that's that's what my story that <laughs> yeah that's, and that's the story that we're telling <laughs> <laughs> cool well i don't know what the next game is uh if you have any recommendations you can like you yeah. know, push towards those on this all on the same channels as usual um yep. we haven't decided what the game's going to be yet but uh but yeah i'm looking forward to having another quite epic discussion about Mm. it like a really surprising discussion yeah absolutely but until then i've been sephron and i've been gelada and catch us again for another octal fm very soon also no wallalo was that? I, you know, I didn't even think to check, but that's very sad. That's <laughs> not okay. I didn't find. To be fair, there probably is somewhere hidden somewhere is. away. Yeah, like a little Easter egg. I mean, come on, that's that's such a classic. Must be there somewhere. All right. <clears throat> I think so. Go nice one. Me too. Hello. <laughs> Good start. Yeah. That's. That's how the rest of this episode is going to go. Oh, it's basically that. Hello and welcome to another episode of Oxalef. Wait, is that how we start? Another episode? Yes. Is that what I say? Yes. Oh my god. Hello yeah. and welcome. <laughs> this is a good start. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm there. I don't dare it. <laughs>